0: Hi Will. Hello. How are you doing? I'm in. You're in. I think we're live already, Will. Um Carl's just uh, rebooted the computer, so he should join us shortly. You're right.
1: Yeah, it's like like a really exclusive party, isn't it? You know. Absolutely. You just... <laughs> it felt, is Friday. Yeah, I felt like I was back in the 80s getting turned away by doormen, you
0: know? <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Well, as I say, we're live at the moment, I think, um, as I say, there's some issues with the uh, server, so hopefully Carl will be joining us shortly. So do not swear. Do not swear, do not spit, do not bite.
1: Live in the Big Brother house.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh gosh, can you actually imagine?
1: (laughs) So how are you? You all right?
0: Yes, i'm good thank you yes i can't believe that it's uh, friday again but yes
1: good, thank you. <laughs> it feels good. a bit like thursday and wednesday and tuesday
0: <laughs> absolutely i think one of the kids earlier sort of challenged me it's not friday and you know when you go it is is
1: it yeah it <laughs> it is. Is. hey
0: you're on air as well we are on air
1: we are <laughs> live. so i look late
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've been waiting ages ages right we are live, <laughs> yeah. guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump straight in if that's okay. Of course. Fantastic. Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, thank you for joining us on this evening's bite-sized webinar, where we'll be discussing uh, back to work. My name is Kate, and I work alongside Carl Horton, and we are joined tonight by Will Murphy and Carl Horton. <laughs> We've planned to catch up, guys. Um, obviously, with it being uh, return to work. Um, so how has it gone? Has there been any problems?
1: Go on, yeah. Will. Uh, uh, um, do you know what? It, it was remarkably easy. I mean, I haven't got fully uh submerged in AGPs, as it were, but it was really um starting back, I work in a, a specialist centre doing implants in Hertfordshire, so that was my first real foray back into it and then the last couple of days i've been in the practice in birmingham city center um again just sort of treating some emergencies nothing nothing too radical at the moment but um yeah all sort of fairly relaxed from my side of things Um, no
2: well yes and no not to not to treat anybody yeah um had the Please.
1: fit test right okay uh
2: which was delightful
0: are you sure that's what you said when you had it done
1: did you have somebody doing this to you
2: yeah yeah i did i had the thing that um as was sort of interesting for me is i'm pretty i mean i went for a few things have happened to me not necessarily related to coming back to work but i had uh, a test to see whether I've had COVID or not. They're doing a research at Birmingham Dental Hospital. Yeah. So I I was pretty ill, as you guys know, over the uh, the holiday period. It's not a holiday period, is it? So I got quite. was for you? Yeah, yeah. Another <laughs> cuppa please. Yeah. I got I got quite poorly and um they're doing this research so I went t- to get myself tested to see whether or not that's going to come back positive. So they've taken some blood which I hate doing I hate needles. So sweaty hands. Um and then they made me um spit into a little test tube which because I hate the fact that uh needles scare the living daylights out of me, at least getting them in, jabbed into me. I couldn't produce any saliva. <laughs> 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 if I'd have the sweat off my hands, it would have been fine. So that, that takes a week to, or two weeks to get that back to find out. And then the other thing was the fit test, which was, yeah, you know, because you've done it, but that was, that was an interesting experience. But I was curious as to whether or not I'd got my taste back because I lost my sense of taste and I lost my sense of smell for quite a long time. Um, and I still don't think it's quite, quite right because my uh, young son doesn't seem to shower or bath much at the moment, and yet I can't smell him. But I'm sure that there's like, remember the cartoon Linus at Charlie, uh, what was his name? Charlie was? Yeah, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I'm sure like he's got little flies around him and stuff like that. It's
0: gone feral, it What was your reception like from the patients that you saw were were they nervous not particularly because of the dental anxiety but were they nervous with coming into the practice
1: do you know what not really and one of the things that i thought would probably cover is um patient behavior so it's a bit like when we first started going into shops really you know or walking down the street you know now it's almost second nature to do the dance isn't it you know when somebody's coming towards you do I step out on the road do you step out on <laughs> the road or do we just turn sideways you know that kind of thing so you know they sort of come come in through the door some people are very good you know they'll stand on the x and they'll spot their hand sanitizer and put the mask on you know it's almost automatic other people are sticking their head around the side of the partition you know and uh you know so they can get a better look at you and View. So, um, you know, there'll they'll, they'll be a sort of mixture of uh, patient behaviours that I think we have to, you know, modify.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. it. Well, it's it's new to them as much as it is to us having the partitions and everything. It is new to them, isn't it?
1: Yeah, everything felt, you know, it, it sort of all feels a little bit clunky. You know, you, you know yourself, you you're kind of like, hang on right now, I have to put this on, put that on. Yeah. Uh, who's touching a door? Who's letting them yeah. in? You know, um, do we stop them touching the door on the way out? You know, so it, I think like we said before in our previous uh, cast that, uh, you know, everybody's got to try not to worry about it and have a few run throughs and take your time. It'll all, you know, it'll all iron itself out and become second nature, you know. But for now, everything feels, you know, a little bit clunky.
0: Yeah, of course. Can they,
2: yeah. um, can they use the toilets?
1: My uh, view on it is that we put uh, a toilet closed sign on it. But if somebody literally is going to wet themselves in the uh, reception, then perhaps you could give special dispensation. Yeah. yeah. And, and have you had,
2: you... Uh, sorry, Kate.
0: Go on, no, carry on.
2: Yeah, have you had many? Did you have many people that needed to come and see you, emergency wise, or? Uh,
1: so um, yesterday it was. It was almost like a couple of uh, crown cements. So again, you know, I'm effectively we're all trying to be as inventive as possible for not using any, any form of AGP, aren't we? So um, it was just re crowns, really. So um, these were just implant crowns that I was putting back on with a bit of temp bond. So that was all pretty straightforward. And I had somebody today with um, uh, some pretty severe pathology around a couple of teeth, not causing any sort of facial abscesses, but more sort of lateral perio. Kind of stuff that needed a little bit of debriding. so again, I was just managing that with a bit of local anaesthetic and a bit of curatage really, just to mm. see them through until we can rebook them and um, take those teeth out and follow our usual sort of implant pathway. Yeah. Have you
2: got um, Have you got screens upon the reception? Are your receptionists wearing type two R masks? Or
1: um, no, we we we've got screens up. Yeah. So um, I've left it up to the individual when they come in to decide which which sort of mask. So we we had a sort of team Zoom meeting, yeah, as well yesterday, and I just said, look, it's up to you. If you if you want to put that mask on, fine. If you if you don't, that's fine as well. Really. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, the minute we start doing procedures, then it's going to be you know full PPE and you know following following all those guidelines but i think for somebody out on reception you know you've got to you've got to decide what what makes you happy really
2: yeah yeah Yeah. interesting absolutely yeah
1: Yeah. um but i think yeah it will it will be patient behavior really you know every everybody getting used to it's such a cliche isn't it the new normal as it were you know in in every aspect of life and then the other question is how long is that going to go on for? um Which I guess you know we don't have an answer for. Uh, no. But my no. my feeling is all these sorts of um fallow periods and and things are going to change. I would have thought. I, might have are you I...
2: Doing, Sorry, Kate. Okay, oh, um, carry on. Carry on. Are you, are you doing um like how long's your fallow period in between non-agp? How long are you doing or are you do, you're not doing one?
1: I. I'm not going to have a set fallow period I I know we on a on the previous webinar talked about 20 minutes but like you and I were saying that just seems to be another number that's plucked out of yeah mid air isn't it you know yeah um does that mean that you know you, you sh- everybody should leave a supermarket for 20 minutes after <laughs> yeah. they after yeah. they've just walked around I mean you know how yeah. are you going to get your frago off from Waitrose car you know yeah. it's uh
2: i've seen a, i've seen a couple of guys uh again it's the, the two guys that we referenced uh dominico huli and ross hobson uh had brought these little particle uh detectors and they and chris tavares as well who was on one of our webinars and he's brought one and they've been using it in the surgery to see how much uh um particle is in the air and i think they're, they're going to use it uh when they're drilling and near their faces just to see what the actual uh, particle difference is between the surgery and in reception to get some idea of whether or not these aerosols are really actually being emitted in any. I mean,
1: you're you're going to have to enlighten me on what this particle detector is.
2: Basically, it's measuring the. Uh, I suppose what it's doing is it's measuring the number of particles that are in the air.
1: Or so oh, measuring... anything in particular, or just stuff. Stuff. Is the scientific yeah. term that is that, like. I was yeah. Say, is that technical yeah it's yeah scientist
2: so really really an aerosol um you know how, how dirty the air is i guess how clean right. and how dirty it is Gosh. so i think chris said that he took it outside and it was kind of you know below they've got danger levels i guess or, or pollutant levels and he stuck it near the car exhausting went nuts because he didn't think it was working Right, okay. Um, and he had it in the surgery and it was just ticking along quite nicely. And I think he was doing some AGP, I can't, don't quote me on that, I can't remember, but it wasn't even registering. So he's, he's tried it next to his mask just yeah. to see how much aerosol is actually coming up. And, he, and I think, bearing in mind, you can't go on this, but he was saying it was nothing, yeah. Nice. Um, so that's kind of slightly reassuring in a very yeah. non scientific way, yeah. Um, you know, as as we're all doing at the moment, it's a guessing game, but it's just playing safe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, talking about going around the shops, I probably don't know whether we should talk about this because we are going to send this out, aren't we?
0: Yes.
2: I've, I've told you this story, but uh, when I was yep. doing my social distancing in Waitrose, as you said to everybody, <laughs> yeah, Sainsbury's, um and the – It was when we were all short of everything that you you thought you needed. So I was looking for the hand sanitizer because Kelly was going crazy that we hadn't got any hand sanitizer in the house. I'd forgotten that I'd actually got a big bottle of alcohol that I use for the uh, 3D printer, like about four liters of the stuff. i have forgotten all about that. It's hiding in the corner somewhere, so it shows how much I use that thing. But anyway, forget that. I was looking for this hand sanitizer and I'm watching this couple, mulling around the hand sanitizer for ages and they're taking ages to put, and I'm thinking, come on, come on. I don't want to, in, I don't want to get any closer than the two meter rule, but they are taking ages and, uh, I'm, I'm I probably need glasses because when they've moved off and I walked over to the hand sanitizer, I realized they were looking at Jurek's play.
1: And then quickly moved away again. Yeah. 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 I, felt, I felt quite embarrassed if I'm honest. <laughs> did, did you get the hand sanitizer?
2: Uh, well, it it resembled hand sanitizer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to accuse you of being one of the people who was hoarding all the hand sanitizer and the loo rolls. When yeah. no,
2: they didn't have any, because uh, well, it was all was off. off. I just thought it it, lo- it just looked like it from a distance. Oh, so it's... no, I didn't. And then there was no toilet roll either, or cereal, or chocolate, or anything else.
0: No, any, shop, <laughs> any shopping yeah. in the shop at all?
2: No, it was pretty empty. Sorry, anyway, I'm digressing from what we're supposed to be... uh,
0: So how long do you guys think? I mean, I I would imagine it is going to be down to being sensible, A, B, different practices. So with the fallow times and everything else, so, you know, staff going behind the patients, cleaning the doorknobs maybe, the handles, all of that kind of thing, how long do you think that will be before that starts to wean off? Do you think do you think people will follow these processes for a long long time or I,
1: th- I think it's gonna depend I think we're we're always a bit influenced by the media aren't we and also um, in the digital age you know news and information moves around very very quickly so I, I think it's I mean again in the absence of science sometimes you, you go for the um, you know a sort of overall consensus however you can however you can get that mm. so I think through maybe through sort of media outlets news we'll be looking at things like our rates within society um you know again as as tragic as it is number of deaths coming down you know and until I guess maybe we feel as though we're getting closer to um, a New Zealand situation where I think they've recorded zero haven't they really. So I, I think we're, I think it's going to be very very Mm reactive to not answer the question at all, but um, you know, by, by and large, we are going to be saying, are there hotspots coming up? Are we hearing chatter within the dental world about COVID popping up or, you know, dentists coming down or staff coming down with it? And I suspect if we're not hearing any of that sort of stuff, things will, will gradually start to relax.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you experienced is this your first week back it is isn't it Will isn't? It? Yeah. This yeah. Have yeah. you experienced any problems with your stock with your PPE?
1: Uh we're still waiting for the um higher levels uh the FP2s and 3s to come in. So they're due in next week hence doing non AGP yes. stuff. And I think my position as well personally with um the non-AGP is I'm, I'm happy with a surgical mask. Because the actual um, exposure time with the patient has, has been pretty limited. You know, it's, it's probably been less than less than 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've done our sort of triaging. I think like we've discussed before, you know, we're, we're by and large risk assessing our patients before they come in yeah. and taking all the mitigation steps. And I, and I you know, I think realistically, we're treating well and, and healthy patients, um, so for me at the moment, you know that's fine. When all the masks arrive, we, we've got some more um, get-togethers with our staff. So you know we're going to have a, another Zoom meeting on Monday, and then we're going to be having some run-throughs uh, during the week. So it's it's really going to be a you know a stage dress rehearsal, if you yeah. like, with you know, one of us being at the door, coming through, everybody having a little go of sending patients through, standing on the marks, taking the temperature,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: all that sort of stuff, just sort of ironing out any kinks so that everybody is is comfortable with it.
0: And I think that's what it is. I mean, it was echoing what we've been discussing on other webinars. You know, it becomes second nature for all of us to do what we've been doing for absolute years. But now we've just got to retrain ourselves in during this time to do something different. So just Doing the the role play and everything, instilling that confidence in your team. You know they're yeah. still the same team; um, they can do it. But it's, it's relearning habits, isn't it? Really,
1: absolutely. For us, and like I said, and for the patients as well. Yeah. So you know they certainly, for the time being, they're not going to be just barging in off the street into busy waiting rooms and trying to find a seat and pick at the paper and you know shuffling around, coughing and spluttering. You know, mm. it's it's going to be a slightly isolated environment, isn't it? Really, very um, much. Uh, and it, and again, getting getting all your little videos or your you know your photographs and and messaging them them out to the patients before they arrive, I think is pretty good. I mean, clearly there's some epic productions that I'm seeing on um, on Facebook of, of practices. You know everybody yeah. doing their doing their role play and running through the whole thing but it's good it's useful yeah. you know it's making the most of the digital world for for the patients yeah. to understand what what's going on and, and and like i said how they should behave
0: do you know what and i think that's a key point really um will because it isn't just retraining the teams in the practices that the patients have, have got to understand now that it isn't a case that they're just walking off the street if they've got toothache even if they're registered with you they've Got to understand that there's a different process at the moment. So yeah, I mean everyone's got to retrain.
2: Yeah, I think I think as dentists as well, we've we've missed a trick and we've been really behind the times when it comes to using videos and things like that. Because a friend of oddly enough, I don't have many friends at dentists. Will you're the only <laughs> one?
1: I'm honoured. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> um, but he was telling me, and he was asking me why I didn't do it because he was. We were talking about some dental thing, and he said, "Do you have, do you have a video on that?" I said, no. He said, well, you know, I remember when I went to get my knee sorted out and I went in and they talked me through it and they said, Here, I'll take this home. And they gave him a, a video cassette. The, these were things for those that are listening that might not know what they are. They were like a little plastic box that you put in a machine underneath your TV and then you press play. And it actually showed you a video on the TV screen. You might not know what TV is <laughs> these days. Um, but it showed in the, the procedure. Of, of what he was potentially having done and he couldn't understand that that we didn't do that and this this was back in the 80s uh and he was gobsmacked that we we didn't do that for our patients this, this,
1: this is a sign of the times isn't it because we, yeah. we've all now got the attention spans of goldfish haven't we from yeah. um you know we don't we don't read things anymore we expect to see things kind of like mm-hmm. put in front of us
0: okay. yeah. We so, do. We're as bad as our
1: kids, aren't we? You know. So remember books. You know, I used to say to my children, <laughs> as I put them in we front to of them, turn please, the
0: pages. Yes,
1: turn the page. Please read it. Very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. So there you go. For us, for us dinosaurs, you know, we uh, we, we we've got to get a bit more with it, haven't we? So has, has anybody been shielding at your place, or are they are they all okay, staff wise? No, everybody's okay. One of one of the. Staff, we're going to keep away for medical reasons. Uh, just, I'm glad, you,
2: I'm glad you confirmed it was for medical reasons. <laughs> for,
1: for, for <laughs> medical reasons, yes. <laughs> um, so you know, we just we're, we've just got to sort of be sensible, really. You know, yeah. uh, everybody else, touch wood, has been okay and haven't had any problems. So I don't know if you, you've heard much about.
2: I've heard, I've heard, an staff being off. I've heard an interesting story, which. Um bit disappointed about if I'm honest, and it comes down to the importance of triaging, and and they do have a, a triaging process. And I think it's important that that is that is undertaken because that's the key. It's the key is not the uh, the PPE so much it is obviously I don't, I'm not making any any sort of saying it's not important, it is important, it's an important stage. But I think the key thing is making sure that these patients that are potentially infective aren't coming through the door. And uh, the story that uh, I was told was that this person is in healthcare, not a dentist, is in healthcare. And they came into the practice and they were treated. um, And as they were leaving, they said, well, I've had a bit of a cough. Um, And my friends have, uh, they recently got back from Italy, although they isolated, but they've developed a cough. And I was, you know, talking to them you're thinking, that's a little bit disappointing that that wasn't informed when it's been triaged so it made me wonder whether it's the triaging process and we have to be really robust with that and how far do we go with it and are we asking further questions um so i don't know where that fell down Um, but i was a little bit surprised that somebody in the healthcare profession thought that it was okay to attend the practice with a potential cough and potentially being infective the good news is is that if you're from what we're seeing in the research is that if you're not coughing and spluttering you're probably not shedding the disease too much (laughs) not that that's any benefit (laughs) that's reassuring uh, you know and uh, i'm not again i'm not making light of it but i was quite disappointed that that you know that had happened and if that can happen with the medical profession that can happen with certainly people that are not medically qualified it just goes to show that so i think that the message that i got from that is you've got to be absolutely Utterly robust with your triaging, and you've got to hope the patient's going to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, that's and what that, it's down to, isn't
2: it? And I'm not trying to scare people. I mean, the thing that we're doing then is we're doing exactly what you've said, and you've got your masks on and you've got your PPE on. So that's protecting you from those potential uh, patients that either don't know that they've got it or and not being honest, and I hope there's not many of those patients around. I'm sure there aren't. I'm and sure. I think, the
1: st- uh, and I think the staff have to feel comfortable um, exactly that. that if 100%. they believe that person is unwell, then you know they, they've got to be comfortable yeah. to send them away.
0: Yeah, and it is that saying, "Better safe than sorry." It's yeah. an old-fashioned saying, but yeah, everyone would reap the benefit from it. So,
1: hundred percent, absolutely. I
0: do agree. Well, guys, we're hitting the twenty-five minute marker. So wow. this was going to be a bite size. If there's anything else that you guys want to bring up.
1: It's flown by.
0: No car? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to keep Carl out. Uh, or,
0: <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Again,
2: it got in. We, we Told we you, Will,
0: it wouldn't work.
1: Yeah. Or, or was it was it higher powers? Was it the CDO, you know, in conjunction with Huawei That's trying right. to, you That's know, right. cut off you know, <laughs> And um, I've tried to do a bit of um, stealth marketing as well, because I keep seeing this Horton in the background. And look, I've got my...
0: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> no.
1: But I need Thanks. to get it done in reverse, don't I? So...
0: Brilliant. No, no, that, that's, brilliant, normal. Will. That's, that's
1: normal. Awesome. It looks reverse. No, that, really no that's much. just what I'm seeing. But it's it's normal, that yeah.
0: fantastic. Excellent. Brilliant. Like nobody
1: will notice, um, just quietly.
0: <laughs> You've got <laughs> you know nothing what? in there really, Well, It's I, the, I've, got, got, it's I've the got
1: it. again. I've got a
2: cut which, uh, anyway, when you drink it on the bottom, it, it says, I'm a like this. and I've totally, totally forgotten about this. This mug. My brother brought it for me. He's a lovely chap. And um, Seb was was Kristen. the vicar came around the house. And uh, I gave it to my friend who is she is quite religious. And uh, I didn't realise I'd given her the cup. So she's chatting away to him, drinking out of this cup. And then uh, she found out, realised, and uh, she wasn't very happy with me.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> in fact, he's left now, he's retired, but he was a, he's a fantastic individual. He started playing blues on the uh, piano and telling us that he used to work in a, in a prostitute's house <laughs> before, he, before he went into the church. It It makes
1: uh, it sound so boring, doesn't
0: it?
2: Absolutely amazing individual. Absolutely amazing individual. Oh, my
0: God. Moving swiftly on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sorry. This
0: could be a different kind of webinar, if not. (laughs) Yeah, we might be
2: working on time. I've got lots of these stupid
0: stories. We're planning to do these these every week. So I hope... when we return next week. I really hope that you're still going to be reporting the same will, that it's it's gone smoother and the processes and it's all stronger. And I'm I'm confident that it will do. Um, We'll be discussing different things, mainly how our week's gone, but we will bring in some different folk and we will bring in some different subjects from time to time. So uh, gentlemen, thank you very much yet again.
1: Um, Thank you.
0: And thank Thank you everybody. Have a lovely weekend.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody.
0: Thanks a lot. Bye bye.